The following podcast contains swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Josh. And welcome to Pilot Error. The show you're only watching because you can't be watching TV right now. Take two of this one. Yeah. Try this again. No technical difficulties this time around, we hope. Yep. So yeah. we've uh, warmed up next to the fire for this one. Bit cold in Melbourne at the moment. So. Yeah. Try something a bit different. <laughs> Hopefully it's not too annoying, the, si- the sound of a crackling fire. You can always extinguish it. True. With, with only one finger. <laughs> with a pause. Yeah. <laughs> So today we'll be covering Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yep. Which we actually watched about a month ago, I believe. It was a while. But we rewatched it just before we recorded. We haven't recorded for a long time. It's been a while. We've had a pretty crazy few weeks. I've actually just come back from travelling for work. Yep. So we were away from each other for about a week, which doesn't happen very often, does it? It doesn't happen at all. How did you go with that? Uh, it was hard. There was a lot of things I couldn't uh, couldn't watch while you were away. Was that the hardest thing? That was, it was quite difficult. <laughs> I didn't miss you, I just missed the TV. Well, I mean, you know, no, the cats missed you and I missed you. We're glad you're back. Sorry, I'm drinking beer. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't have access to a TV while I was there. Shock horror. Well, there was a TV, but it was only in the, like, the wet mess. And all they had on was Turbo Discovery, which is just like a, a channel about cars. Oh my god, what? There was two TVs. There was one that just played news all the time. And one and the news was like real um, right-wing news. Oh, right. So it was really weird. So that's all that was on the TVs. But I took my iPad with me and I downloaded an entire season of Skin Wars mm-hmm. and an entire season of Vampire Diaries. So I had those to watch, so that was okay. But by the time I went to bed anyway, I didn't really want to watch that much TV. I watched, like, one episode of something and then just, like, passed out. Yes, fair enough. Yeah. So I did miss I missed TV, but I had my little vices, so that was fine. Your vices? <laughs> Beers. Beers. <laughs> I'm really into pure blondes now because of my travels. Because that's all they had? No, they had so many different types of beer, but I don't know. I just got really hooked on pure blondes, and now, like, I can't stop drinking them. Oh, that sounds bad. That does sound bad. <laughs> Keep it in. Well, I usually drink, what, Carlton Dry or... Yeah, Festival Beers. What's the other one? Anyway, like the low-carb, like really weak-tasting beers, and some people think they taste like water, but I really like them. It's just a bit of an advertisement for beer there. There you go. Call us. <laughs> oh, the crazy stuff with the car. Yeah, so I took the car, our car, in to get serviced. And um, thought it was going to be like probably five hundred dollars. Now it's going to end up costing us like two and a half thousand dollars, which I'm pretty excited about. We're almost in the in the green there for a little bit, and then yeah, we thought we were just going to come out on top and not have to worry about money for a while, but nope. Yep. Car life. life. Car life. <laughs> you um, build a society around metal missiles with wheels, and we have to drive them to go to work, and now. You also have to pay two and a half grand to get them fixed. Yeah, that's okay. We'll get it sorted. We won't get it back till tomorrow, so it's been in there since Thursday. Yes, now I'm knocking around in a in a lease car. 
Yeah. Because when I got back, I had some time in lieu, so I had a five-day weekend, and Josh took off a couple of days, so he would have a four-day weekend. And we put the car in for a service on Thursday, thinking, oh, we'd have it back by Thursday afternoon. Yep. And now we haven't had the car our entire long weekend. Yep. So that's been a bit rough. It's been pretty good. It's all right. We've done stuff. We've done fun stuff. We went bowling. We did go bowling. That was great. That was so much fun. I'm much worse than I used to be. Oh, you used to be pro. Yeah, true. But you were pretty surprising, very eyebrow-raising. <laughs> I got a couple of strikes. You smashed it, babe. Well, I got two strikes. A couple of strikes. Two strikes. <laughs> two is a couple. One, yeah. One in each game. So that was pretty good. That's, that's all you need. It's to prove that you can. Yeah, and almost broke 100 on my first game. Mate, you're killing it. But then I didn't do so well on the second one. That doesn't matter, because your arm got sore and your knees get sore. Oh, man, we're so sore now. You're dying. <laughs> it literally, like, how long have we been playing? How long have we oh, my God, like, like ac- actual physical bowling, probably, like, 10 minutes. Yeah. So the game was, like, half an hour. <laughs> yeah. And we were just struggling today, like, so sore from it. We can't walk up the stairs in the house without <laughs> dying. We're getting old, babe. Or down. The stairs in the house. Getting so old. Mate. Hashtag life. All right, what else? Oh, uh, we had a bit of a disaster yesterday, didn't just, we? Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. <laughs> um, another thing, crazy thing that happened this weekend was I was I wanted to dye my hair purple, right? And obviously to do that, you've got to bleach your hair first. Of course. So we went out on Saturday. Was it Saturday? Friday. And bought all the stuff to bleach my hair. Yep. The developer and the bleach powder and special brush and everything. We've done it. We've done it before. Yeah, I've done it before and it was fine. And I dyed my hair blue. Yep. And it worked perfectly and it was all really good. This time we used a bit of a stronger bleach. Yep. The stronger peroxide. And it basically just killed my hair. It turned to jelly. Yep. And just started falling out in clumps. Um, So... After I washed out the bleach, it was just super patchy. Like, some bits were really blonde. Some of it was still dark. Some of it was orange. And then it started turning blue and just literally falling out. So I just conditioned it, put heaps of coconut oil in it, and left it overnight and didn't touch it. And then today I had to go and brush it. Mm. And all the dead stuff just brushed out, like big clumps of it. And, yeah, I just basically brushed it for 10 minutes until all the dead stuff fell out. Dyed it black. Um, it's looking pretty rough. <laughs> it looks fine now. It's all different lengths and it's just a bit... Yeah, it looks so damaged. I you look I'm... hot. Yeah, well, you're going to say that, aren't you? I might, yeah. I might have to cut it a bit more, but... Yeah, Josh says it looks really, like, punk. Punk? Punk. Really punk. <laughs> really punk. Like really punk, punk rocker. Like grungy. So, yeah, grungy, like, punk. So I've been, like, um, running around today just singing... Um... <laughs> Fluffy, adding your name into it. Yeah, for some Josh for some is song. Josh a punk rocker. Josh is a punk rocker. What are you singing? I don't know. What, what's that song called? I don't know. It's like... <laughs> You've been she, singing it to me all day. Sheena is... I think Sheena is the actual word. Okay. Sheena is... Or Sheila. No, Sheena. Yeah. It's a song. Trust okay. Me. I'm going to look it up. All right. Spitball. Spitball? Yeah. What about who, who wrote the song? I don't know. No, just about something else. Alright, some other stuff that's happening. When we originally tried to record this episode, before we had some issues, um, we were going to talk about the fact that we bought a Nintendo Switch, which is a pretty big investment for almost zero payoff, since it has one game that we want. It's <laughs> we the Ramones. It. 
Well, I think everybody can understand why I couldn't get it. <laughs> I was singing the wrong tune. Your rendition was completely wrong. Whatever. Well done. That's what. It, that's the song I was singing. What are you talking about? Nintendo. Yeah, so that wasn't the song you were singing, but Whatever. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, we bought a Switch. We bought it on the day that Splatoon 2 came out because we love Splatoon. How's it been going so far, babe? Well, we've been playing every single day, so it can't be that bad. But we were pretty disappointed because there's no split-screen local multiplayer. Which is what we were promised and why we bought it. Yeah, everyone's pretty pissed off. Um, on the internet, everyone's sort of, they're obviously disappointed and returning their games and refusing to buy a Switch because they haven't done this for Splatoon. Yeah. So it's basically exactly the same as Splatoon 1. Yeah. But slightly different weapons and maps and stuff, which is pretty cool. Like, it's, it's still a good game, obviously, but yeah, I don't understand how they can't program it to be split screen. They, they've sort of come out with statements saying, oh, it's too hard to do it. Well, it's because what they've done is that they've... They essentially just bought out, like, a handheld console and pretended that it was a tabletop console. Because it is. It's, it's a handheld console. Yeah. And all you do is you put it in the cradle and then you can see it on the TV. It's not really a standalone console at all. So I don't even know if they could. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's really it probably, probably would have been easier for them to be able to do split screen in with just the Wii U. Yeah. Instead of the Switch. But it's crazy because they've advertised the Switch as, like, this family-inclusive play with your friends. It is, if you all have one. Oh, yeah. And you're all in the same room, then they can find each other in the general area. But it's not multiple people playing on one system. It's that the systems can link together Mm. and you can have multiplayer. So basically, if we wanted to play Splatoon 2 against each other online, we would have to have two TVs... Two yep. switches and two switch games, like two. Um, yeah, two copies Splatoon of games. Splatoon. Yep. Yeah. So it's it's crazy. It's so much money. I don't know what <laughs> what they're gonna do if they're gonna bring out another one or. But it's been years since they brought out the first Splatoon, so we're probably gonna have to wait forever. I don't think we're gonna get it. So it's literally the only game we've bought on it. Yeah. There's not really that much out. Yeah, it's just Zelda, that punch game. What's it called? Arms. Arms and Bomberman. Bomberman. Oh yeah, Bomberman will be. I want to get that. I know you do. <laughs> Um, oh, there's a Just Dance as well. We've, yeah. got a, we've got a demo of that. Yeah, you download the demo, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, we say all that shit, but we still play it, like, every day. We so. do, but the thing is that we paid, what, it was like $500, 500 something for the Switch and $80 for the game, and then you had to drop another, hundred dollars 100 for bucks for a controller because yeah. the controller they give you is garbage. Yeah, and the then... Switch overall is just really weird. Like, there's always bits that slide out, and it's really hard to slide them out. Yeah. And there's about five different ways you can put, it put together. all the pieces together, and it's just a bit confusing. And even when you've got the controller that comes with the Switch, it's impossible to use because the buttons are so small. Yeah. Like the, um, what do you call those ones? The toggles. The back? Yeah, they're too small to play Splatoon, so mm. you feel really cramped. So, yeah, we had to go out and buy, like, a proper controller. Yeah. And that was 100 bucks. Yep. And then we can't even play together. Yeah. So We just have to take turns, as always. But the thing is that we either had to buy it or stop playing Splatoon, because people were just going to get yeah. off the old server yeah. onto this one. Because the best part of Splatoon is playing online against other people. That's really the only part of Splatoon. Well, like... there's, there's the, the single-player mode that you play. Yeah, have you ever thought about playing it? No. No, because it's long and drawn out and boring. <laughs> I just want to play. I just want to shoot people. Yeah, online. exactly. The the first player campaign is nothing. Yeah. 
It's just going through the motions, Ooh. ticking all the boxes. It's, oh, is that it's toasty. The tires, the fire, to- the tire, the tire fire. The fire is Jesus. toasty on your hands. I hope there's no tires in it. Well, doesn't look like it. <laughs> doesn't look like it. Just wood. Just wood. Yeah. What else going on? We watched a movie the other day. A movie? Oh my god. I know, we don't, <laughs> often, we don't often watch movies, so that's a pretty big deal. We've got to set aside time. Yeah, we've got about, I don't know, 10 DVDs, like movies, that we haven't watched yet. Yeah. And we're just trying to knock them over. So we watched Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Yep. Tim Burton film. Yep. We are usually a big fan of Tim Burton's work. Oh, Dark Shadows. Old work. <laughs> I like Dark Shadows, I'm not going to lie. What? Yeah, I know. Really? I mean, I think he's kind of dropped off a bit with his films and how... <sighs> they always still look very nice. They always look the same. Yeah, I like that look, but I think his storytelling isn't quite there, especially with this movie. I could not follow it. It was very... No, I could follow it, but... It, it was, just wasn't a good story. It was really simple. Yeah, but it wasn't a good story. Did you feel like, not that you couldn't follow it, but something was missing that yeah. you weren't getting because yeah. it was overly because simplified? It was, yeah, and you're just yeah. sort of watching it like, when's something going to happen? But, but apparently you did better than most because we were looking for we were looking through reviews, and a lot of the reviews I read, people thought it was a time travel show. Mm, no. No, <laughs> which is not. There's a lot of people were like, oh, it's time travel, and oh, it's really scary, and everybody's really scary. From my view of the movie, I thought it was great, because I just see it as, like, there's some guy, and his grandfather went insane, and he's, like, slowly falling into that. So he doesn't notice, because of the way that he acts around them, mm. He that's sort of like a crazy person doing that. So he wouldn't feel like it was a crazy thing because it's just happening to him. I really he's just liked. Accepting of it. I liked your read on it. Yeah. Because that was actually like more interesting than what the film actually did. I really hope that's what they were going for. No, because it was like, real. <laughs> that, I know it turned out to be real. Yeah, like uh, it would have been so much more interesting if, like you said, he was actually just going insane and it was all fake, right? Yeah. But no. But this. Okay, so this movie's taken from a book. Yeah. Apparently, the book is fucking amazing. Yeah. And lots of reviews are saying, like, it's nothing like the book, like, don't watch this if you've read the book. So Tim Burton's basically come in and butchered the book and made it completely different. But you can't tell, because what they've done is they swapped two of the characters, mm. which takes out a huge portion of the, the storyline. Story yeah. Because he's, in the, act- in the movie, he's in love with, I don't remember their names, but he's in love with a girl that doesn't weigh anything. Yeah. And he's supposed to be in love with the girl who, when she touches things, they light on fire. Yeah. Which makes way more sense in a storytelling they sort of the premise. Yeah. yeah, they switch the, the powers and the people, which doesn't make sense. Because you, you got to have a love interest out of those people. The one that he's not allowed to make physical contact with is the one that you always put Exactly. There. Create a bit of fucking conflict. Like, when we were watching this, remember, we got so far into the movie and I was like, what's the object of this film like yeah. where is the conflict yeah. and we paused it and i looked at how far we were in we were one hour into the film and there was literally no conflict yet and i was like what is the storyline yeah, there is no storyline it doesn't come for the last like yeah. 30 minutes or and something. then it's all just like smashed into the end and you're just like what the fuck is happening mm. like this is i don't know i didn't i didn't like it i think you liked it a lot more than me because you were looking at it in a different way yeah I just didn't enjoy it. If you look at it in that way, I think it is quite good. But yeah, the fact that it turned out to be real was dumb. But even like 
also the points the points of conflict that they could find. Like he fucks off for an entire day and disappears when his dad is afraid that he's having a mental breakdown and he's just like, "Oh, found him. It's all good." <laughs> that was so weird. How um, yeah, he just like his dad found him straight away. Yeah, he his dad always finds him. Who? But the, what's that guy's name? That actor, the dad. It was so weird that he was in it. Yeah. That comedian. Oh man, I was so annoyed that I've forgotten his name. Just throwing out random Irish Chris names. Chris O'Dowd. There you go. Yeah, it was so weird that he was the dad. I just didn't really enjoy the film at all. Yeah. Look, uh, I held my view until the last part, and then you just have to let it go. And it's... Then he spends, like, however many years, like, ten years trying to find her going through different loops. No. Yeah. <laughs> the ending was so dumb. Yeah. Let's move on. I'm, I'm done with this movie. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, you know how I love my competition shows? Yes, we all know. I found the best show when I was on the plane on the way back from my work trip called Cosplay Melee. That's oh it, you God, got I can't it. Say it. Cosplay Melee. 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 Cosplay Melee. And it's a competition <laughs> show for cosplayers. So they get four cosplayers in. They've got eight hours to make a prop, like a weapon or like a headpiece or something for a particular character. And. From those four people, one person wins, one person goes home. And then the next round, they have to make a full costume yeah. for their character. And, yeah, basically, they've got two days to do it. And then they do, like, a, a runway thing. They've got to describe what their character is. And then a winner wins $10,000. Yeah. So good. I can't <laughs> believe what these people can do in two days. It's pretty I, good. I watched three episodes on the plane. And then after I got back... We watched three episodes together. Yeah. There's only six episodes out, and it's only started this year, so hopefully they make more. Mm. But I feel like it's got pretty wide appeal. Well, it's interesting. Well, those kind of shows do so well. Yeah. You know, it's got the same formula as, like, Ink Master, um, Skin Wars, all those kind of things, like even Drag Race, like RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, but they only have one episode yeah this is only a one episode one so but i guess it's good for that because then you just like push four people mm. to like what they can do exactly and then you get another one four costume. people <laughs> yeah and you get to yeah you get to see lots of different types of cosplay and lots of different people like some really strange people and they've often got some pretty attractive people so that's nice you just love all the ladies in there <laughs> no they had a pretty hot guy once he actually won that's good i have to watch that <laughs> Um, I think you should watch the first three episodes. I'll watch them again. Well, I really then, enjoyed it. One then, of them was really good. Then I will. I'm not going to watch it by myself. And they've always got like a different theme for each episode. So one of them was like um, space opera. Yeah. One of them was angels and demons, anime. Yeah, so it's just really cool. Just wanted to put that out there. Really cool. It's <laughs> out there. While you're away, I spent most of my time... Uh, watching YouTube videos, I think. <laughs> so who have you been watching? Who was I watching while you were away? Well, I started out watching um, one of the kings of YouTube, <laughs> watching Big Money Salvia, Eric, oh, yeah. from uh, Internet Comment Etiquette. If you haven't watched it before, definitely get onto it. you got to watch the classics like H3H3. They're still killing it right now, and their podcast is great. Um... Who else are we going? Oh, I, I recently started listening to, uh, or watching, sorry, um, I Hate Everything. 
So I Hate Everything is a guy on YouTube, and at the moment he's going through IMDb's worst, like, films, oh. and he's talking about them. I think he has, like, uh, a media studies background, so he's actually, like... He knows what he's he talking about. He knows about film. So that's really good as well. If oh, you that sounds interesting. Looking for new stuff on YouTube. Well, because I've listened to a podcast called I, uh, no, We Hate Movies. Yeah. And it's sort of this, a similar thing. Like, they just watch the shittest movies ever. Yeah. And then just talk about them for, like, two hours. These are... That sounds kind of similar. These are shitter than I could imagine some of them. Because <laughs> some of them are... Even worse than Food Fight. Food Fight's in there. Oh, good. I love um, that So he does an episode about Food Fight. He does an episode about uh, Birdemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he does Birdemic 2. <laughs> what? There's another one? Yeah. There's a Kung Fu Panda ripoff about a panda who wants to, like, be a dancer. <laughs> God. And, like, oh, what was What's it? What's it called? Uh, shark, shark Exorcist. So it's like a shark. <laughs> <laughs> that so, sounds so good. I like any kind of weird movie with yeah. sharks. He does The Room. He does just... The worst films. Baby Geniuses. He did Baby Geniuses oh, yeah. and Baby Geniuses 2. What about Boss Baby? I don't think he's done Boss <laughs> Baby yet, but I don't think it's made it quite to the list of top ten worst films. But, yeah, if you... That sounds good. I'm going to watch that. Looking for somewhere to start on your YouTube binge, it's a good place to start. I've got so much... I've got so many podcasts to listen to this week because I didn't listen to any fair, like, yeah, almost a week. So I've got a big bank of stuff, though. Well, what have we been listening to recently that we are loving? <laughs> Welcome to the Magic Tavern. That's right. That's so funny. Isn't that Hello from the Magic Tavern? Yeah. <laughs> hello from the Magic Tavern. Do-do-do. Yes, another recommendation, another Kate and Josh special recommendation. If you haven't uh, listened to Hello from the Magic Tavern, you should definitely get onto it. It's a... Like a it's fictional a, podcast. Uh, it's a fictional podcast. But it seems like it, he talks like it's real. So he's fallen into another dimension mm-hmm. out the back of a Burger King. Yeah. We don't want to advertise too much for you. We don't want to tell the description. Why? He gives you a description at the start of every episode. Every episode, <laughs> I know. But And he's in the land of Foon, and he basically hosts this weekly podcast because he managed to fall into the portal while yep. he had his podcasting equipment. And he's getting a slight Wi-Fi signal from the Burger King so he can post his weekly podcast. And he just interviews people from the land of Foon. And, yeah, you find out all this, this crazy stuff about this other dimension. And it but, sounds it sounds pretty weird when you say it, but it's really funny. It's a great uh, improv comedy piece. Yeah, none of it is scripted. None it's... of it is scripted. And these guys are just so funny. And they've just built up a world, haven't they? They yeah. just keep building it. It's crazy, and they just they sort of remember everything, which yeah. is the craziest part. It's just like they're living in that world, yeah. and they're just building and building and building, and every time it just gets more and more crazy, but they still manage to just remember. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, so when you're done listening to this, go out, <laughs> hello from the Magic Tavern, put it on. You won't regret it. You're living the dream, mate. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I think we should hop into our actual thing. The actual thing, the the podcast part. Yeah, the worst part of it, because I did not enjoy this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. As promised, we're covering Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Do we want to go through the plot? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Should we just look at the IMDb? I think we should. This is actually such a surprise. Can you believe that this has 8.6 out of 10? I, I can. On IMTB? I can, because 
You've got a lot of Evil Dead fans yeah. still. Cult following. Cult following. But also what they've done in this is that, and that I really like about the show, is that they've tried to use as little CGI as they possibly can. Yeah. Like, they've tried to do it the, the Evil Dead way, the 80s way, with puppets and, like, just props and makeup. They've just tried really hard to minimise the CGI and keep it... Keep the feeling. Yeah, keep it looking a bit shit. Yeah, a bit, well, basically, yeah. They've yeah. tried really hard to keep it looking garbage because there are some parts where you're like, oh, you could just do this or you could just do this, and they're like, nah, we'll do it like they did in the 80s. Like, get a piece of fucking wood and just, like, spin it around for a transition yeah. with a swirl on it instead of actually, like, doing a CG transition. <laughs> None of that. It's great. I can understand why they have that following. Yeah, so if you don't know what Ash vs. the Evil Dead is, well, what's the 80s movie called? The Evil Dead, right? Evil Dead, yeah. So it's basically like a sequel to the movie, the 80s movie, The Evil Dead, in which this guy Ash and his friends are in a cabin in the middle of the woods. Yeah. They find this magical book. Yeah. And they end up reading these spells out of it, and they raise the dead, basically, Mm. or like an evil presence. Yeah. And everyone gets possessed, and he's, like, fighting for his life. His hand ends up getting possessed. His hand gets possessed. (laughs) So he has to chainsaw it off so that he doesn't get fully possessed. And he's the only one that survives. Like, all his friends and his girlfriend all, like, die in this cabin. And I think that's it, really. Yeah, they die, and then they become... They rise up again because they're dead. Yeah, yeah, but then he, like, kills them. Then he has to kill them. So this is, like, him in the future. He's, like, a middle-aged man. He's a bit chubby and... Yeah. Yeah, he's living in a trailer park. Yeah. A bit of a loser. Working in... What's the place called? Price something. Oh, oh God, it was terrible. I was so bad I actually forgot what it was called. Yeah. It was, like, value price or something. Like, yeah. Something just, awful. Just some, like, like CD electronics store. Well, I guess I should read the synopsis. That would be a I'm start. Sort of just People are going to be confused about what you're doing. <laughs> so this is the IMDb synopsis. Ash has spent the last 30 years avoiding responsibility, maturity, and the terrors of the evil dead until a deadite plague threatens to destroy all of mankind and Ash becomes mankind's only hope. What's well, his fault, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> That's one of the major plot points, I guess, in this pilot episode. Yeah. Is that it's actually his fault that he's released the evil dead again. Yeah. He is pretty into his booze and his drugs and women. Yeah. Ends up, I don't know if she's like a prostitute or just like a random woman. It's probably just a random woman. Trying to impress her. Yeah. Pulls out his... Book of spells. <laughs> why does he even have that? Like, why didn't he just burn it? Uh, I don't know if he can. True. I think... It's probably protected by magic yeah, or something. I think it's one of those things where he's just got it so that no one else can read it. Yeah. But, yeah, like, probably not the guy. Like, <laughs> probably the guy to be looking after it. So, basically, uh, he accidentally says, like, some of the spells out of the book and they come back when he's trying to impress this girl. He realises what's happened when he's in the... B- he goes to a bar and he picks up this woman in about ten seconds and then he starts having sex with her in the bathroom and then about halfway through she turns into a demon... <laughs> Yeah. And then that's how he realises that the evil's coming back. Mm. But he still finishes having sex with this woman. So gross. Just to start, just to paint the picture. So the show is, it's also a comedy. Yeah, yeah. It's not a full horror th- show. It's like a, yeah, horror comedy. Yeah, but it's weird. 
<laughs> it's really weird. So he goes back to his trailer, finds the book, finds that he's hid his drugs in there <laughs> while he was reading it, and then he realises that the dead have come back. And then we go to the house in the woods with the cop, I think. Yeah, so there's this whole weird scene. This is actually probably the best scene in the whole thing, where there's this cop, she's with her partner, and they go to investigate, like, this woman screaming in a house. Yeah. And then it turns out that this woman's, like, a demon woman, and she, like, attacks them and then kills the guy cop. Yeah. He comes back as an evil demon. She has to, like, kill her partner, and she just basically thinks she's lost her mind. Yeah. And everyone's telling her that she's crazy, but she's not. She actually saw that. She realises that later on. Yeah. So we don't really know what's going to happen with her, but she's obviously a believer and she's probably going to come into it and help out Ash and... Yeah, I'd have to think so. What's her name? Amanda. So she's the cop. You've got Ash and then he's got two people that he works with, Pablo and Kelly. Yep. So they sort of end up being his sort of partners in crime as well. Yeah. I don't really know what to say about them. Pablo's like this um, immigrant. Yeah. Like an illegal immigrant. I'm pretty and sure. his his grandfather or uncle or something's a shaman, so he yeah. like believes in magic and like demons and stuff, so and Kelly she at, at the start is like really standoffish with Ash because he's a fucking sleaze bag. Yep. And it kind of annoys me how at the end she's all like all over him and stuff. I'm like, oh, can you just be like a badass <laughs> a badass bitch instead of being like She's a bit into him at the end, but... Yeah, and I find that weird. Like, he's this really gross, sleazy, middle-aged man. Yeah. But just because he's... Yeah, okay, he's heroic and he's But it's Bruce, Cam- it's Bruce Campbell, like... He's not attractive. <laughs> it's just, like, it's just what's supposed to happen. Ooh. It's gross. I know it's, <laughs> like, it's a comedy and it's a stereo... Like, a stereotype movie trope. Yeah. Full of tropes. And there's never going to be, like, a badass bitch in this kind of movie. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? She's just going to be, like... She can be badass, but, like... But she's, she's also going to need help. Yeah, she's still going to be worse than him. Yeah. Because it's Bruce Campbell. Yeah. She's going to need to be saved, and she's going to have to be a romantic interest, and which kind of annoys me, but... Well, you don't know that. Yeah, I don't know that, but like, it's just the vibes else. I got towards the end of the episode, like, how she was acting at the end. Yeah. Well, we're kind of going off... We keep going off on tangents here. We do, yeah. There's not really that much of a plot, like, oh, um, so Kelly, who we were just talking about, she gets this video call from her dad. Yeah. Her mum has just died six months ago, and she gets this video call from her dad saying that all this weird stuff's been going on in the house, like, um, it smells like pancakes, and this book that his wife got him is, like, on the table open, and, and then he's on a video conference with her, and then there's a knock on the door. And the door opens and it's, like, her mum back from the dead. Yeah. So her, like, what she wants to do is go and, like, help her dad. Yeah. Well, that's her sort of little storyline. But Pablo takes her to Ash's house. <laughs> yeah. And that's where he, he's going to run away. Like, Ash doesn't want any part of it. He's like, I'm fucking bailing. Like, yeah. this isn't my responsibility. And their, their place, I guess, is to kind of convince him to help humanity. Yeah. And get back into his slaying ways or whatever. And that ends up happening because they have to, like, fight off a few people, don't they? Well, the old lady. That's yeah. That's the old lady. There's the old lady neighbour. There's, like, some random guy. And just the evil presence in general is, like, fucking with the caravan and, like, bashing it around. and Yeah. 
So after this whole big fight scene, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. There's some really crazy shit in this. Like, oh, it's so good. What's like, the craziest there's, thing? So there's this... Uh, Kelly gets grabbed by the groundskeeper from outside oh, of the trailer. Oh, exactly that is. And she's, yeah, and she's, like, gotcha. getting held... She's getting strangled and held up against the wall. And that's when Ash decides to, like, go back to being, like, a slaying or whatever. Mm. So he grabs an axe off the wall that he just has on the wall. And he chucks it, like, across the caravan, cuts the guy's arm off without hurting her. Mm. And then he, like, straps on his gun holster and he steps on, like, a button on the floor <laughs> in this fucking trailer. And a shotgun just jumps up into his hand and he shoots <laughs> the guy behind his back. <laughs> and, like, it's so weird. And he's got the chainsaw that, like, locks onto where his hand's been cut off. Yeah. And that's his main weapon that he yeah. uses to kill the evil dead, cut so he's the got, heads he's off. He's got, like, a wooden hand to replace the one that he cut off in yeah. the movie. And, yeah, he can take that off and he can put attachments on it. It kind of reminded me of Sharknado, you know? Oh, my like, God. Like, <laughs> Tara Reed's character, how she can, like, put stuff on her. Like yeah, a lightsaber. Eventually, <laughs> eventually, doesn't it just become, like, all the things? Yeah, yeah. It's like an automatic thing. It's just yeah. like, chung, 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 chung. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I understand, like, if he's retired from fighting demons, why does he have all this shit in his house? And, like, a button on the floor that puts a Yeah, the button on the, like, have a shotgun. Yeah. But the button on the floor is a bit weird. <laughs> like, I'm ready for it. Whenever oh, it happens, so I've got my axe on the wall with the fucking white outline to make sure that's the place where the axe goes on the wall. Not anything else. So strange. But, like, he's protecting the book, so he's got to be ready. That's true, yeah. But the fact that it's been 30 years, he's been ready for 30 years, and now he's just like, oh, it's back, better run. I've got all the stuff. I'm all set up to go. Better fucking piss off. Yeah, that's so weird. Away. I don't know. I think it's all just for like, what's the word? Kitsch. Maybe yeah. Like kitsch he's, value. You've got to like him, so he's got to be yeah. convinced to like, actually do it. It's just trying to be funny and over the top, and that's what this whole movie is. Really, uh, movie. Show. show. Can't believe this is actually a show. <laughs> it's for what it is. It's good. At what it's trying to do, it's brilliant. Mm. Is it for us? Probably not. Probably not. Because <laughs> we're not big horror people. No. But I appreciate it as a show. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really good. I can understand where its rating has come from. Like, it's got a huge cult following already. It's funny only in the way that it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. And then it's gory, how it's supposed to be gory. Yeah, I quite like all the, the gore stuff and the demony stuff. Like, I actually did find that quite frightening. Yeah, you got a bit scared the first time. The because first time, the yeah. first demon we see is that woman, and she's oh. crying in the house, and what she does turns to a demon, she, like, snaps her head backwards, and then she breaks all the bones in her arms so that they go backwards, and mm. then she attacks them. Yeah. But she actually just looks like the actress has just had to put her arms behind her back and, like... It's trying creepy. to swat at them. It's so funny. I know. I find that stuff kind of creepy, like all that, like poltergeist kind of, you know, breaking bones and stuff, and yeah. like moving in unnatural ways. And then the the guy cop when he gets killed, he's like on the ceiling. On the ceiling, yeah. And he's like crawling around the ceiling. And his like head like goes around. Like I find all that stuff like pretty disturbing. Yeah. Um, like obviously this is a bit of a comedy, so it doesn't really look all that real. If yeah. that was actually in a horror movie, I don't think I would be able to watch it. I yeah. would find it too much. But for this, it was, like, just the right amount. So, yeah, I found it creepy, but it was okay. That's all right, then. The second time, I didn't find it creepy because I knew it was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, this is that, there's the bit where he fights a doll. 
Oh, it was so weird. <laughs> I forgot about that. We skipped it the second time we watched it because yeah. I found it really weird. Yeah. So there's like all these dolls in the back of the electronics warehouse for some reason has dolls in it. And he sort of walks past and one of them looks at him and then he like sort of catches it looking at him and they have a fight and it like attacks his face and bites him on the finger and it yeah. like goes to attack him with like a Stanley knife and then it gets like squashed with a shovel. Yeah, Pablo comes, comes and squashes, squashes it with, with a shovel. shovel. That's what I liked as well because after that they did the description of the film. Yeah. So they just, instead of overlaying it or anything they just projected clips of the film onto boxes in the background yeah like just staying with the real 80s like just get it in there don't make it complicated yeah so it was ash explaining what happened to him in the movie to pablo yeah and they just projected the movie like clips from the movie i thought that was pretty good i like that it was great like some of the ideas i haven't watched have you watched the movie uh, not for a long time and yeah. i don't think in one in one solid chunk i think i've watched like when it was on TV, we watched parts of it. Yeah, so I think that's really good. It makes it easy for someone who's never been, you know, involved in this universe. Oh, you can definitely get straight just, into yeah, it. Yeah, you it can was just your get thing. into it. But I don't know if you'd stick with it. No. If you weren't a big <laughs> fan of, like, yeah. 80s body horror, like, just weird sort of horror films. It's it's only one episode of a TV show, yeah, so it's not... Yeah, and there's not really that much plot, like... It's just basically to say, like, the evil dead are back. Yeah. And that's the episode. Yeah, and Ash fights them. Yeah. And it's just getting it warmed up. But there's just a few few weird things about it. Like, um, when Pablo kicks the chainsaw across the room and Ash oh, catches it. it. And that's it's like, funny. it's so strange because it's like he dives with the opposite hand and then it swaps and he's got the right hand and then he catches it in midair and, like, locks it in <laughs> to his, like, wrist part. But then he, and he's like full horizontal in the air and then it cuts away from it, cuts back and he's just sort of standing there. I <laughs> know, <laughs> oh, I seriously thought he was just going to keep like flying through the air and yeah. just like cut that woman's head off. Yeah. The neighbor's woman's head off. But that's the thing, like she's trying to stab Kelly in the eye and instead of just stopping her, he like yells at her. <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> like she's about to stab him in the eye and he's like, oi! And she's just like, she stops Dolores, what she's doing. or whatever her name is. I don't know what her name is. She's probably not even going to be in this he cut her head off already. Yeah, exactly. So She's it's not even in it. But the thing is, like, so that happens, but Pablo's stuck to the wall because he's got a knife in his shoulder that sticks him to the wall. Mm. And he just, like, when it, the whole action scene is over, he just rips it out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, just do that. And he's just fine. He's like, Ash, wake up. you got to help Kelly. Yeah. Like, why don't you just rip the knife out your shoulder? Yeah, you did it before. Oh. It was really strange. Do you want to do a bit of rating? Do you have any more comments on the film? Oh, uh, the TV show. Yeah, sorry. I keep thinking it's a movie, but it's, it's not. Well, it's based on a movie, so it's understandable. Can't believe it keeps going. If you are we going to continue watching it? No. No. I don't want to. Uh, not because it's bad. I I could definitely keep watching it. Yeah, there's just it's, better stuff to watch. It's not for. I'm going to put a little asterisk on that. There is better stuff to watch for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. In our area, there is much better stuff to watch. I really liked it. I could see us keep watching it, but. We're not going to watch four episodes in a row of a horror show. No. That's not what you and I do. No. That's not our bag. So if you really definitely liked... couldn't binge this. No. If you really liked The Evil Dead, you'd be definitely into it. If you really liked, I don't know, just regular horror and a bit of comedy, definitely be into it. Mm. It's 
Scary movie. I it's, like scary movie though. <laughs> well, yeah, but that's not as gory. Yeah. It's that's more comedy. The only thing you'd say about it is it's Evil Dead. Mm. It is the Evil Dead. There's more of it. Mm. So if you're into it, do it. I think the only other. Oh, the other thing I'll talk about later. <laughs> later. When we're doing a rating. Oh, okay. So I'll go into the ratings then. So plot. Uh, zero out of a hundred. <laughs> no, it was. It's. It does what it needs to do. But it's kind of just like, oh, we want to bring the evil dead back, so we'll just get Ash really drunk and get him to read the spell book that he's got. He'd never do that. It's yeah. the thing in his life that he... The only thing in his life he doesn't... He has to not do is yeah. read from the book. And then he can leave his ha- live his happy yeah. life working at the Price Mart and yeah. living in his trailer. <laughs> so it's been 30 years. Oh, God. 30 years he hasn't done this. The book is next to his bed. <laughs> And for 30 years, he hasn't read it. But now he just read it because he smoked a couple of joints. And he was hanging out with a woman who <laughs> loved poetry. The, she loved poetry. And he's like, you know what's like poetry? Spells that bring the dead back to life. That's <laughs> yeah. going to get her right in the mood. This <laughs> book that's made of human skin Ooh. and has, like, all the words written in blood. Like, what? <laughs> she liked it. She, but then she, she ended up possessed. She was fucked. <laughs> I don't know. So plot, there's not really much of a plot. No, it, do, it achieves what it needs to achieve, but the plot itself doesn't it's make me want to keep... not revolutionary, is it? Yeah, it doesn't, the plot itself wouldn't make me keep watching it. So, say five, because it does... Yeah, I'll give it a four. Characters. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I hate Ash, he's a fucking asshole. <laughs> sure. But he's supposed to be. Pablo, he's alright, I suppose. Kelly, like... I, I, as I said, I wanted to be a bit more of a bad bitch. Um, the cop seems interesting, actually. I wouldn't mind seeing what happens with her. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're interesting. I find I do want to know a bit more about them, so... Six and a half? <laughs> you want to know a bit more about Not enough to keep watching it. No. So, I'd say... Everybody does what they're supposed to do. Ash is Ash. So he's supposed to be like that. But it is really just... It's really just, grating, though. Yeah, but it's just Bruce Campbell, like, doing the same thing that he does in basically everything. Well, I mean, except for Bird Notice. And then, yeah, Pablo and Kelly, they're nothing yet. And the cop, nothing yet. Yeah, but so, they're kind of interesting. Well, you you want to know, but I can still see where it's going. Yeah, I can exactly. see, like, Kelly and Pablo just follow him around. They save him once in a while. Most of the time he saves them. Mm-hmm. And then... They just tell him what's right. <laughs> so he does that. They're just his moral compass. Yeah. But they're also supposed to be, like, funny because they're just dumb. Maybe the cop becomes a romantic interest for Ash. Well, that would be good. But, but you know what's going to really, happen? she's really, like, nice and smart and he's just a dick. So. Maybe he's going to fall in love with her and she's going to hate him. Hopefully. But then, then you've got the cop who she seems to be going through, like, a lot. Because she's realising that, like, demons are real and shit. Yeah. But the second he rocks up and he's just like, yeah, they're real, this is how I killed them, and then they attack her and then he kills them all, and she'll just be fine, and then she'll just be much better at murdering them than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully so, she's going to be good in the future. But that's that's all it's going to be. Yeah. I know there's more characters. There's more characters on, like, the cover and the home screen and all that sort of stuff on Stan. Yeah, we haven't so, met some of them yet. But... Like Lucy Lawless. I think it is fantastically... Lucy Lawless is in this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's Xena. Yeah. Xena Warrior Princess. Yeah. Woo! 
She's like fourth in the top cast, so she must come in the next episode. Might keep watching it. <laughs> you like um, it? It's like Zena. Lucy Lawless? It's Zena, mate. <laughs> yeah, Zena's cool. What what man in his anywhere twenties in this year? Yeah, but she's a lesbian though. And? <laughs> oh, the more appeal. It's not a detractor, no. <laughs> but yeah, I think that the good thing about this pilot is that if you watch it, you know whether you want to keep watching it. Yeah. It'll give you everything you need. Yeah, you know exactly what it's going to be like. Exactly. The next one rating I've got here is cinematography, so I guess this would be talking about all the gore and the... Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's... It's like, yeah, as we said, it's like the 80s yeah. stuff. It's Just filmed, a little bit better, but... It's filmed really well. All the decisions are great. Like, I would keep watching it just for this. If it was a show that was filmed the same way, with the same sort of weird shit going mm. on, <laughs> I would definitely watch that 100%. Yeah. But they've put it on Ash and the Evil Dead, and I th- think they had to. It's part of the appeal of the show. Yeah. But it doesn't make me want to... It's not enough to keep me watching it. Yeah, it's very, like, horror. Yeah. And it feels like a horror movie, but then suddenly it's a comedy. Yeah. And the way that they've done that is quite seamless and it works. Yeah, it's not confused. Yeah. Or contrived or anything. It's just sort of, you know what it's trying to do all the time. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. There's, like, a lot of tropes, like horror movie tropes that made you feel, like, quite... Scared, like especially in that scene we were talking about with the cops in the house. Yeah. Because that is so horror that scene. Well, yeah, it's even the episode the way is they built. Film it. Even because yeah. the, the episode is built like a horror movie, so it's like here's your main character, here's a scary thing that happened. Like if if they swapped the first part with Ash with her in the horror house, that would be a that's horror your movie. that's your horror movie. For sure, I totally agree with you. So it's like here's the scary thing. Here's your, then here's your main character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All but I've done is go main character to scary To make thing. it less, yeah, horror movie Yes. Yeah. I really liked um, the lighting in that, in the horror. I'm going to say the horror scene because that was like <laughs> the only real horror scene. Yeah. You know when she's like face to face with her partner who's like turned into a, like he's been possessed. Yeah. And there's that lighting that keeps going on and off. Yeah. That's so fucking scary. <laughs> like I loved that part. Like that was cool. Uh, like that was that's probably my favorite part of the um the movie is the cin- cinematography of the show. Yeah, sorry, the show. So I'll, your favorite part it. of the show of the episode one was the part that scared you. <laughs> yeah, I liked that scene. I thought it was cool. I liked how it was shot. I'm gonna give it a seven. A seven. Yeah. I really liked it. I'd watch another show that was done the same way that wasn't horror. <laughs> yeah. So I'd say an eight. Hmm. I think if, if there was a horror show I was going to watch, this would be it. But horror just gets really grating for me. Yeah. What about costuming and makeup? <laughs> well, as we said, it is sort of made to look quite fake. Yeah. A lot of it. My favourite part is that Ash has the no hand. Yeah. But that head, that arm is like obviously way longer than the other arm and yeah. they just they just couldn't be fucked they just put like a like they've just like, yeah they just put the cover up. the cover over his hand and they're like yep good that's fine people are gonna know people aren't gonna be mad about this and i'm just like yep that's fine <laughs> like they just knitted all the jumpers a bit longer on one side and they're just like perfect send him out there yeah i loved it i thought it was so funny the makeup is okay again yeah they're trying to make it not look super great yeah. They want to keep that 80s feel to it. But there's a lot of nice blood. I enjoyed that. 
Did you enjoy that blood more than um, American Gods? Oh, yeah, it was way less fake yeah. than American Gods. They hadn't put a filter on it. It was just stage blood. Yeah. It looked pretty good. Yeah. There it... was a lot of heads being chopped off and blown off with guns, and it all looked kind of fake, but also kind of good as well. It all worked. Yeah. And everybody... It was just consistent, like, consistent gore and... Yeah. That's what you want. And they've gone back to the... The only weird part is when they're in his trailer and he's still wearing his work jacket and he takes it off and he happens to be wearing oh the denim God. shirt. That was so funny. I love that. And you're bit. like, I understand why you did that. But like, <laughs> come on. Like, I'm already watching the show. That was so funny. Costuming, makeup. I don't know. Yeah, it was mostly just makeup. Like, costuming was just... Yeah, apart from the shirt reveal. Yeah. <laughs> it was all pretty standard. He's got this weird... um corset thing that he wears yeah. to like hold in his gut. Yeah, the corset because he's fat. Yeah. yeah. So he's got this really weird corset that he's putting on at the start and he's got his little arm strap that keeps his like wooden hand on, doesn't he? Or, no, he's got or is he that keeps his, his shotgun on, the, on yeah. his back. Yeah, so he's got a lot of straps going on on his body, but you know, that's pretty cool. Overall, what would you give this? It's I think it's doing its job yeah. really well. I can't judge it. I have to separate my feelings about the genre from it. Yeah. So I'd have to say like an eight and eight and a half for the show. Because it's, it is what it is, but it's a great version of that. There are things about it that make me want to keep watching it, Mm. even though it's not up my alley at all. And I think that for a show that has basically no interest to you, if you watch an episode of it and it makes you feel like you might keep watching it, I think that's pretty high, yeah, high praise. Really. Well, if you give a review that's based on the genre, kind of an unbiased one, yeah. I might give a bit of a biased rating of overall. Well, that's fine. So I think I will say just under average four and a half. Four average. and a half. So if you don't like horror, it's a four and a half. <laughs> if you don't like the kind of show, yeah, four and a half. If you do appreciate it, then it's probably going to be, yeah, eight, eight and a half. It's pretty good. Um, we tried to find, for our final segment, yeah. some funny reviews of Ash vs. Evil Dead. It's really hard, because it was all just either people really liked it, because it was true to the Evil Dead, mm. or they really hated it, because it wasn't true to the Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. So, we couldn't really find anything, because it was just tens and zeros across the board. I agree. So then we started looking at some Miss Peregrine. Reviews. Yeah, we decided to try to find some Miss Peregrine reviews because... I mean, I couldn't find anything very funny, but I found some pretty savage shit. <laughs> <laughs> so this person, Dominic, on IMDb, said, I never thought I'd see anything worse than Suicide Squad, but surprise, surprise, I did. That's pretty rough. That is rough, because apparently... Well, we haven't even watched Suicide Squad yet. Do you want to watch it after this? Oh. <laughs> That's the sound you want to make. <laughs> I feel like we should watch it, and it's on Netflix now. Yeah, so it's super easy. It's not going to cost us any money. Is the main thing. Out, but I don't know. I've heard so many bad things. I think it's going to be pretty rough. It'll get us prepared for the work week ahead. Oh, God. <laughs> no, my work week's going to be all right. Hopefully. I've got this other one, and I've got this <laughs> a screenshot of this entire paragraph, and I don't know what part of it I wanted to read out. <laughs> 
dear. Also, I'd love to read a, a funny review, but um, I'd have to turn the roaring fire off. <laughs> the, per- the, the real fire. Yeah, the 100% Definitely real. fire is um, actually running. I've got my phone plugged into the fireplace, and that's what's running. <laughs> oh, here we go. This is what I wanted to, to read out. So this person, I don't have their name, actually, but they said, it's hard to like characters that seem as if they took a whole bottle of Xanax every morning. <laughs> so they didn't like the acting, apparently. So they're they're all dead, basically. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you would be if you took a whole bottle of Xanax. I'm pretty sure that's how they Xanax works. They yeah. are children. It's yeah. Like, this movie be fucked. Man, this guy, it's a pretty rough reviewer if his kids <laughs> take a whole bottle of Xan when they wake up. So I think the moral of the story is Miss Peregrine, if you want to watch a movie where the characters look like they're fucked up on Xanax <laughs> and it's a movie that's worse than Suicide Squad, then it's for you. Get on it. I didn't think either of those things was true, but <laughs> I, don't I can also completely see where they're coming from. <laughs> I didn't like it. I didn't mind it. What are we thinking of doing for our next episode, you know? So we have a couple of ideas. We do have a couple of ideas. What would you like to Swedish do? Swedish dicks? What, is so that we can do... <laughs> <laughs> is that what it's called? I love how that just came out of nowhere. Yeah, I think that we should do um, a comedy, like a proper comedy that's not, not very not good. horror. <laughs> so, um, yeah, next episode we'll probably do Swedish dicks. Okay. And then we also have to do Forever. Oh, yeah. I'm planning on doing Forever. So that show sounds pretty cool. It was a recommendation from a colleague... And it's about this guy who can't die. Yeah, that sounds right. And he works in a morgue. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know. You you recommended it. I've forgotten what it's about, but I think he kind of like helps to solve murders. Okay. Well, maybe you can bring people back from the dead for a bit. Is that a thing? Well, that's pushing daisies. That's oh. already a thing. Oh. He's probably just can't die. Yeah, he's been alive like hundreds of years, but he's not a vampire or anything. Anyway, it sounds really interesting, and we've got the whole first season on USB, but I also realise it's on Stan as well, so... We already paid for it. <laughs> Alright, well... Well, it sounds like we're going to do that next. Yeah, we've got a few things. I feel like there's heaps of TV shows that we want to watch a pilot of. There's a lot. Because they've been building up so we haven't recorded for a while as well. It's true, yeah. We uh, apologise. Yeah, sorry about that. For... A long time coming, but um, had so much on. A lot has happened, and we did try to record, and it didn't quite work out. So here we are, finally belated. I hope you enjoy the episode. Let's go roast some beef on the fire. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Bye. See you guys. If you want to contact us, give us some constructive criticism, tell us that we're terrible or tell us that we're good or so terrible that it's good, contact us on Instagram and Twitter. So our Instagram is Pilot Error Podcast and our Twitter is at Pilot Error Pod. We'd love to hear from you.